Yo, 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 what's going on, man? It's your boy Rick Taylor back with another episode of that Rick Taylor podcast. And y'all already know what it is, man. I'm here with a special guest today, man. I'm here with my boy Tyree Pope the third, man. What's going on with you, man? How you doing, man? It's been a long time coming. It's my second time. Yeah, yeah. Second time. Second time. You know, back yeah. then I was doing like the Vlad style interviews, pull up yeah. and just interview. I'd be off the camera, but now I got the different vibes going on. I got the podcast, so it was only right to bring you back around. Yeah, man, it's, I'm loving it. Oh yeah, I'm for sure. It. So thank you for coming. You know, thank you for having me. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I was telling you off camera, like you know, what I'm saying like I appreciate the game you gave me, like with some of like the edits and stuff like that. That's why you see. That's what this the man. He's more mainly one of the reasons why y'all see like a lot of those different edits, like those scale ends and stuff. So my boy Tyree put me on game with that stuff, man. Um, yeah, I, I always try to give as much game as I've gotten and just you know pass it forward. Yeah, as for always sure. <clears throat> for sure. Now um, today we're gonna we're gonna talk about a lot. You know, um, some people may have seen the first interview, some people might may have not seen the first interview. So we're gonna tap into a lot of things, and um, we got a lot of things going on with you. So um, first and foremost, man, um, how you been, man? I've been good, man. Just uh, transitioning into you know trying to grow as a creator and mm-hmm. uh, you know push myself to new limits and just you know not stay within my own norm you know what i'm saying trying to push myself out of my own mm-hmm. box mm-hmm. that's what's up man you definitely been doing a good job man um what you what you been having going on like what's been up with you um for the last couple last like year i've been uh pretty much working on different documentaries and um brand advertisements as an editor mm-hmm. so i've been kind of pushing myself more up like the corporate film ladder mm-hmm. and trying to uh get in with more production companies and uh kind of put my name out there within like the milwaukee <coughs> film uh industry anyway and that's been going pretty good for you so far yeah it's been going well you know uh word of mouth gets around and you just you know do good work you know work hard and just keep pushing forward until you get to that spot where you're trying to get well i'm still working towards that oh shit okay <clears throat> now um it's some first-time watchers who's going to watch this episode, and they're going to just now be getting ready to know you and stuff like that and getting introduced to you. Like, I know what you do, but let the people know one more time, like, what it is that you do. Because, like, you seem mm-hmm. like you're creative of a lot of different things. Yeah, so I'm a, uh, I, tr- I try to say I'm a creative's creative, so I do yeah. a lot of different stuff, uh, whether it be podcasts I, that I used to do, uh, videography, film, uh, writing comic books i have two three comic books published right now yeah. we got fair fight volume one and two and then we just dropped uh the other side a couple Dope. weeks ago so i'm i'm trying to get into every avenue of a creative can go you know what i'm saying right. like I'm, i don't want to give myself no limits on what i am i just mm-hmm. i'm tyree and i do a lot of different <laughs> creative avenues and you know trying to push myself out of the box right and you definitely dope, bro. Like, uh, I know you do the videos, you know. And you have also, like you said, films. You, you get into that. And then you got into the comics. Like, when I seen that stuff, when I first seen the fair fights, I was like, yo, this is dope. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anybody, like, take that lane and, like, you know, be in the, like, comic and animation and put bring it to life, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, that's dope to me. Like, and that's really, to me, dope in the black community because we don't see too much of that mm-hmm. i mean it's not like it's not any anybody um doing it 
but we don't see it too much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's dope to see people like you know you bringing that back and bringing that comic side out more. And just bringing that creativity back to the platform and just bring it out and show, showcasing it to the world, you know what I'm saying? And a, and a lot of people don't even know that this is like, I wrote these comics, I'm 27 now, I wrote yep. these comics when I was 18, 19 years old, mm-hmm. and now I'm just now, you know, taking it seriously and being like, oh, I want to see this thrive and see this right. uh, goal that I have accomplished, you know what I'm saying? Like, I never wanted to be that, you know, I never wanted to it to not come out you know but i always slept on it in a way where it was like there was five years that went by and i didn't write anything for Mm -hmm. it i was writing other stuff but it just took me some time to come to and be like okay this is what i want to do with this and then kind of push it forward and within a year everything kind of just the ball just rolled like the the comic got done the animation got done all within like a year and a half so i'm just you know blessed to you know, yeah. have people around me who support it and, you know, want to see me thrive just as much as I do. Type of, right. You know. Now, I don't think I asked you this before, but I'm like, what is the process of writing a comic and like formatting a comic book and mm. stuff like that? It's a I won't say it's a long process. It got easier for me because I always thought of it. I think of it just like writing a film. Like it's the same way writing writing a film as writing a comic. Mm. But to me um it's gotten easier or more simple to where i don't need to write the whole thing out in a way like mm-hmm. i need to just know where it's going and know exactly what the story what story i'm trying to tell so it used to be with the fair fights there's like 40 pages 30 page uh scripts now it's like i can write a 10 page script that's really descriptive and then we can get 30 pages out of it because of how descriptive the script yeah. is in there so that's dope um uh, and like did you do the draw like okay when you do a, a comic uh do you draw the um pictures and stuff yourself or do you no, hire somebody to i do hire that somebody to do that so um her name's Sh- chandra kelly who did those mm-hmm. and then uh for some other ones i hired a different company that's a uh just a, a little more established and um so with that even it's just knowing what you want and being like real firm on what you want and what you want this to look like and what you want the outcome of this book to be and knowing what styles you want, what, Mm -hmm. you know, influences are influencing your book. Um, So I'd say I was more in charge of like the storyboard of how everything looked. And then they kind of took over from there. Mm hmm. That's deep now. I know I can imagine how that process was. It seems like a fun process, but also can like like anything else can be stressful at times. <laughs> yeah, you know it's definitely stressful. <laughs> like um when I first hired uh the girl to do Fair Fight, like she disappeared for like four months. Mm. Like I I didn't even hear from her for four straight months. Wow. And I was like to me, I was like not trying to trip, you know, it's my first time doing this <laughs> but like when somebody you hire somebody and then they're just gone for right. four straight months you you texting them like hey any update any update nothing right. then you kind of start to trip out and you're like hey what's going on like send me my money back <laughs> right <laughs> so, no, so so i kind of just trusted the process and it came out right so, so like um when she went ghost was i'm guessing that was her creating or something like yeah that? It's, she explained it to me it was more of like her creative process where she kind of just you know went ghost and then once she started responding, 
she had pages ready, so I wasn't tripping. Like, yeah. I was like, all right, <laughs> at least you got the pages ready. Like, what what does that cost for you to get that type of stuff done? Like, when she, like you want like a uh, comic written it, up? And it stuff de- like that? it depends. Uh, honestly, it could cost from like per book, it could cost from a thousand dollars on the lower end of quality to you know five. <clears throat> so. It's all up to you and what you're trying to your budget is and what you what look you're going for because if you're going for that high quality Marvel DC, uh, oh, it's gonna cost you. you know dark horse type of style you're it's gonna cost you a lot because they, they they have to put more time, more effort into it so you got to pay for pay for, pay for what you want. You That's know? a fact. You always gotta pay for what you want quality mm-hmm. wise and everything in time. And um, what was that process like like? Of finding these people, I know I asked you that with the um, with the animations, but like even with that, even with the finding the, the lady mm-hmm. to um to to write like to draw the pictures and stuff for you, like is that hard? Like, because you know it's, it's it's it seems like it's like you know like if you're doing music, you could find a producer. Like it ain't nothing. I say it's just it's just as easy to find a, a artist as it is to find a producer, but yeah. it's more about finding somebody who fits you. And who fits like what you want, you know, like it's same as a producer when you're making music. Uh, you got to find somebody who fits your style and makes the music that you want. So it's it's the same. Like mm-hmm. you got to find those creatives or those illustrators who know exactly what they're doing and go be can be quick about it too. Because sometimes you might want the book done ASAP, and some yeah. some books you can wait for. But. Yeah, and that's dope, man. Um. Now, um, I know you got the other side out right now, but we don't touch into that too. But I want to tap into like the the fair fight uh, comics because I remember uh, that was a while ago when I interviewed you and asked you about that. Like, how is that going for you right now? Like fair mm-hmm. fights and stuff like that. Um, I've taken a different avenue with it. I like being real hands on, hand hand to hand with it. So I've been going to a lot of shows and a different, you know comic cons just so i can you know make natural fans you know like people come up and they see it and they're you know they, they're stopped by it you know not right. me like shoving it in your face with advertisements and i'd rather you be you know in person and be stopped by it and be like interested in what it is than to you know be forced to buy it in a way so. yeah and um so it's been good uh a lot of new fans and new mm-hmm. people getting involved so I'm excited to see where the franchise and stuff can go. Right, and I'm glad you brought that up to uh, Comic Con, like, cause I was gonna ask you that, cause I seen you at those events with your, um, with your uh, comics and stuff like that, and I was like, how did he get in there? Like, it, like, is it a, a certain fee you gotta pay to yeah, set up? Yeah, it's definitely a, a fee. It depends. The bigger ones, they be finessing, so it's like <laughs> you gotta know yeah. exactly what. Yeah, be careful. You want so it's like the bigger ones they'll finesse you. You end up paying like five hundred dollars for an artist table, not the exhibitor table. There are two separate things. So it's like the exhibitor table is a bigger table, got a bigger setup. But the artist table is more like for the you know the smaller uh, indie independent comics and stuff like that. But sometimes they put you all the way in the back. They put you. Mm. You know, nobody even, I'm in the one that, it was a bigger one, it was a Chicago Comic Con, and they put us all the way in the back, like, right next to the food court where nobody really went, so it was, like, super slow over there, but, like I said, you get what you pay for if you pay for the 
exhibitor. You go get the bigger spot in the middle where everybody walking through. But if you, you know, want to save money, it's called Artist Alley, and it's a little cheaper, but not much. Yeah, but, um, I can imagine what it's like being in, a, in that um, environment and in that space with all these different creators, and then. Because it's like other big, big, like you know, comics and stuff like that. Like, it's mm-hmm. Marvel usually in there and stuff still, or uh, they're not, it's just more of an independent. I say they're artists, and like the people who create yeah. those books are in there and they have their own tables and selling either signed books or prints of their illustrations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, there is a competition in that realm. It's not really competition, but it's like you're competing with everybody's attention in a way to be you know, uh, to garner their attention. So, because either they're going to go to the dude, I was right across from, uh, I can't remember his name, but he created the character Rogue for uh, X-Men. So you're being right across from that guy. Are you going to catch, you know, are you going to garner their attention from him? You know, because they're going to go to him and then, you know, they come off from him to you. You got to, you know, have a, at least, something to garner their attention so i always have the the movie playing in the background not with the sound but just playing just there so you can catch people attention yeah show and and tell you can show your um you know not only can they see like you know the book they can actually watch it while you talking Mm -hmm. to people and that's really what caught a lot of people's eyes not even the books half the time it's like because i have the anime playing in the background they're like what is this like i've been i watched it from all the way back there i was watching it on the screen from like 20 booths over and then they come up and find me so that's dope man i know that gotta be a good feeling just being like i said being in that environment and then being in there with those big artists and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and just being in the room seeing how you know being influenced and just you know communicating you know connecting Mm -hmm. have any um of those big artists every like contact you or just came and chopped it up with you like hey man i like what you're doing yeah as though get you some like game and some like advice and stuff yeah um i've talked with uh his name is mark silvestri um he's a big uh comic creator illustrator uh one of the bigger indie independent comic book companies he runs so he chopped it up with me a couple, like one time where I, when I saw him, mm-hmm. and he came over to my booth and just asked me what it was all about. And right. I gave him a couple books, and it kind of went about his way. He wasn't like trying to, you know, get my number or nothing, but he was just trying to see what it was all about. Hey, but it's a start though. Like keep making, yeah. like keep letting yourself get seen at them events and stuff. They're gonna know your face eventually. Like. Oh, this guy just keep coming every year, or he's mm-hmm. still out here with his stuff and got new stuff on top of that. You never know what uh, door is God gonna open for you. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's like I said. I just want to put myself out there and see where everything goes, and whatever path I end up on is whatever path I'm supposed to be on. That's a fact. You know? That's a fact. You know, God definitely gonna um, bless you and put you on that path because you already on the right path. You know what I'm saying? Like you just about time and mm-hmm. you definitely been putting that time in because you said you was writing this like 18 19 mm-hmm. like 27 now that's years and that's dedication and you're just now getting it off the ground you know what i'm saying yeah. like a lot of people will quit like uh nah i don't want to do all this work because they don't see the you know the the um they don't, they success don't right away and stuff and it's more about just seeing you know what you, more than what you have like right now what you can reach right now you got to see like past that you got to see like what you can do in two, three years by just, you know, mm-hmm. constantly pushing it and constantly, you know, putting it in people's faces, you know. 
with the animations and with different projects, you know, it might not all be about superheroes and yeah. different, you know, any story can come out of a comic. Yeah. That's what makes it so powerful because now it's something that a lot of people are using to be their, you know, their pitch deck. So it's like a lot of stories are coming from comics because it's something that's visual, mm -hmm. you know, like they don't have to like look at it in an e email. You can send it to a talent agent and they can literally physically have it in their hands and visually so see dope. how the story plays out. So I think that's a lot. It's helping a lot of indie comic book creators get their shows off the ground and, you know, pitch to different companies I've been seeing. So That's dope. I, I want to do something like that with some scripts. I be right, I've been writing and stuff like that. So, uh, matter of fact, yeah, let's, let's talk about that. Um, it's some writers out here, including myself and stuff like that, or it might be some other comics out here that's going to see this and um, they want to know, how do you find these different, like, you know, you said, who do you say? Hmm. Like a talent, you said scout, like uh, yeah. agents, like talent agents and yeah. stuff like that. How, how do you find these people? Oh, uh, they're out there. You kind of just search for them, you know. Um, I would just search on LinkedIn, search on Google, search for talent agents, and then go search their name on Instagram, search their name mm -hmm. on LinkedIn, Twitter. There's okay. so many writers out there who have been commissioned to write scripts. All because they sent out a tweet. All because they sent in a, you know, sent a DM. So, you know, just got to have courage and, you know, be brave enough to DM him. You know, don't yeah. be like, oh, he's too big for me to DM. But you never know. He might see that DM. You never know. You yeah. never know who's going to earn right back. Like I said, it don't hurt to try. Yeah. You know, it, don't, it definitely don't hurt to try. Uh, now I want to tap into the other side. Um, that dropped. You dropped on your birthday, right? Uh, I dropped the uh, the, the trailer, trailer for it on okay. my birthday, yeah. Yeah, and um, and then I dropped it on four twenty. So. Yeah, pretty dope, and um, I love the trailer and stuff like that. Um, uh, what, let's, let's talk about like what what is the other side about? The other side is about these three. Oh, let me. I had to burp. My mm -hmm. bad, yo. Uh, the other side is about these three scientists who. Uh, I don't want to give too much away, but they're looking for a cure for the zombie apocalypse. And by the, and their way of doing that is uh, through weed and through different uh, cannabis products. So it's so they're looking for a cure, and they're you know testing out these. They're putting themselves like in a battlefield, so that's why you see them in the forest. That's why you see them, uh, um, you know, directly contact in contact with zombies and different creatures and stuff like that because they want to test and see if it works. Mm -hmm. They're testing it to see if they're going to fully heal or their or their body's going to transform or their minds. So it's that's kind of where I'm that's going. That's different. <clears throat> that's different because, like, I looked at the cover. It kind of gave me, like, you know, it, it, it reminded me of, like, The Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. And this is what with the zombie apocalypse and stuff like that. But you're taking it with a different twist to it with the with the marijuana yeah. and trying to find a cure. Yeah, but me I, and my friend uh, Katie Hannon actually came up with this uh, maybe four or five, four years ago. Mm -hmm. So we were literally just spitballing the idea. And this is kind of what came out of it, you know. So it was dope, you know. So I'm, um, I'm definitely tuned into that, man, because that trailer was dope. Yeah, I hope, hopefully that's – I like – this is one of my favorites I've written in a mm -hmm. I've written all time because because the story is endless and uh, so many things we can do with it. So 
the story is still developing with volume two and three. So we're just trying to get all our volume ones out and then we'll focus on getting the volume twos of each book. So, yeah, that's dope, man. I'm, I I love that uh, when it comes to zo- well, zombie apocalypse. I love that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And this is something way different. This is something you ain't never seen before. Exactly. It's It's so fresh and new and it's. Like I said, I've I've shown the trailer to so many people, and they're all like, "I did not expect that." And I didn't it, either. I got a lot. No one ever expects it, and I'm like, "Okay, uh, that means I'm on a good path with it." And I feel like, like I said, the other side is something no one's ever seen, and I think it could be great for TV, great yeah. for you yeah. know, just pushing. I say black animation for further. That's a fact. You know, like I said, like it's, it's it sounds like it can be endless. It's definitely something people into zombie apocalypse, but it got a different twist to it. So that makes it stand out already, but on its own. And um, you know what I'm saying? It's just like something, like you said, just to see black, you know, authors coming up with stuff like this and creators just it's inspiring. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know a lot of people was, you know, a lot of us was even big into comics growing up. So to see this back, it's like kind of like bringing childhood back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like Showing like it's so dope to see so many people doing so many different things, man. It's like I can actually see this, like you know, what I'm saying, like it started, like start off like the Walking Dead comics. Then they got a show picked up, and then it just it just go from there. You know, what I'm saying it could definitely be something really big, really, really big. And that's the goal, man. That's the goal. At the end of the day, is to really create and write television shows from this and push it further. You know, start with the animations and then go to the live and see what we can do. All right. Now, um, the voiceovers. Did you do the voiceovers? Or are you one of the characters talking and stuff? Yeah, I'm a I'm gonna be a voiceover in everything I do, whether it's the lead or whether it's the um, you know, just supporting cast. Um in Fair Fight, it's me, uh my cousin Gucci, uh, and then Justin Gordon. And then there's a whole surrounding cast of Keenan Butler, um, Zeus. There's, like I said, there's a bunch <laughs> of people doing uh, solo. There's so many people doing random uh, little voiceovers. Mm-hmm. Ben slowly does it. Um, and then in the other side, it's me um, in the clip. It's me. And then um, he's a band member in this band called Die Light in Milwaukee. We were roommates in college. His name is... Uh, Evan Marsali so I always knew he was perfect for that that little role right there right. so I just reached out and was like hey can you record this and he sent it back and we did that over a year ago that's what's crazy like it was done over a year ago and it just was sitting in my phone so right that's dope man that's dope because I was like man I wonder like that gotta be fun just going into the studio recording this and knowing what you're recording for I didn't see it and when it hits the screen, like, you know. I did it just like this, like right at my like counter. Yep, just talking. Just literally just talking into the mic and, you know, listening to it back and forth. And be like, nah, I can't do it like that. And then sometimes I don't really hear stuff until after it's all put together. And then I'll have to almost talk over myself and do it over again. Yeah. So. So I know that's a process within itself. Mm. Um, now. Rolling Loud. I seen you at Rolling Loud with uh, mm-hmm. Naisha Stone. Like, what was that like? What was you, what was you guys doing up there? Like, interviews and stuff? Yeah, we were doing interviews. She was, uh, Carved in Stone was official press. So, we we're official, official press members. Mm-hmm. 
of Rolling Loud. So we were first day we were running around because we didn't know where the press compound was, but uh, we did some sponsorship stuff with Ducey the first day where she was giving away Ducey bags to uh, different pretty much audience members. And then the second day we had some interviews we did, and then we uh, we were pretty much getting, I say, concert footage. And then the third day we just sat around. We were just I won't say sat around. But we got interviews all day, so that we just dedicated the last day to just getting as many interviews as we could. And it was cool. Like it was a great experience. Honestly, like Rolling Loud really knows how to treat mm-hmm. the press and treat people. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought it was probably one of the best festivals. I've seen put together. It was yeah. dope. Yeah. It was dope because I showed seen y'all like, man, that's dope they out there and rolling loud. And I was y'all was just I seen y'all interviewed uh uh what was my guy name? Um he be doing the LeBron video. Oh yeah, Supreme Dreams. <laughs> Supreme Dreams. <laughs> he was cool as hell, actually, like which is I didn't think he was gonna actually do it. And when she went up to him and was like, Hey, I'm I'm a positive news company, I wanna do an interview, and he was like, Yeah, let's do it. And then how to me the interview is epic. Like the things he says in the interview is amazing. So yeah, I was like, like some key points it was really, it really turned out really well. And it was with uh, Deshae Frost as well. Yep. I, so I shout out them too. So shout it was out, a bro. great experience to be like, oh, I've been watching this dude on uh, TikTok, yeah, YouTube, word. Instagram for years years and now all of a sudden we literally bump it like run into him in a way so man man that's dope i'm pretty sure y'all bumped in so many people man uh but i was seeing that when i when i seen y'all bumping to him and i seen what he was saying and stuff it was deep and i'm like that's dope man Mm -hmm. just to be in that environment again a different environment a nice experience you got to enjoy the moment you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying and y'all definitely did that and you see like how all these other production companies or media companies work as well so you get to kind of watch and learn game from them Mm -hmm. while also incorporating it into what we were doing as well so and it was some long days it wasn't like it was like we were there all day pretty much every day so all day let me ask you what's your like relationship like to uh, naisha stone are you a part of carbon stone or um, I'm not technically a part of Carver Stone, but um, I, w- I work with Naisha on a lot of different projects, and um, I'm always here to help her push her company forward as as long as she, yeah. I can, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Naisha's family to me, so I'm always going to be here yeah. to help her and do whatever She's, whatever she needs and if she you know calls and is like oh we going to rolling loud i'm gonna be like yeah let's go you know, sure. i'm gonna be like <laughs> ain't like no I, I it was a good experience and i'm i'm never go turn down an experience ever so yeah that's dope um and she, she like i said she's family so. yeah she's definitely cool like I, I like naisha like her vibe you know we had a good vibe up here a good episode we just chopping it up having a good time and she's definitely like i said i met her before and I just always been seeing her work and mm-hmm. seeing like her putting together shows and giving back and doing stuff like that, doing things positive. Like Yeah, honestly, I don't think Fair Fight would it wouldn't have accelerated as fast without Carving Stone, I feel mm-hmm. like, with me being a part of their uh scholarship program and uh being a recipient of that helped me kind of push it for, further quicker, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm always thankful for that, and you know that was a blessing. So, it 
that money Most was definitely. used to make the first one minute trailer for um the animation would help me raise all the money to you know make the full thing yeah. so yeah shout out to the domino effect shout out to carved and stone and Aisha, man for helping people out and really giving back and you know being positive and doing what you do and the same with you bro like um definitely open these doors and shedding light and you know just showing these young black boys and people period around the world that you can do different things or do mm-hmm. what you want and just take time and just really you know stick to your craft man and make different stories and yeah. new stories you know we don't have to recycle the same stuff yeah we we can make our own stories and you know put people in position to uh, make their own stories mm-hmm. so that's my goal is just make Love new it. stories that push the push the culture forward and Make people want to be a creative. Yeah, I so. love it. And let me ask you, like, what's next, man? Um, for me, is like I said at the beginning, I want to be, I want to be the best creative I can be, and I feel like I have one of those great creative minds that I can create anything out of nothing, and I'm always coming up with new ideas, new scripts, new stories. So I want to push myself outside the box of just like the comedy realm and just get into something more serious whether it still be comedy or not i still want to push and see how i can uh i don't want to say manipulate people's emotions but yeah just push people's emotions to you know boundaries that i've never tried before right. so that's kind of my goal for the next next year is to figure out what stories haven't been told and right. how i can tell them right man i definitely see that happen man it seems like it seems like it's something special about you bro like and I'm not just saying that. It seems like it's really something special about you. And I, I honestly see this happening. Like, something good is going to come to you. Like, I feel like you can be like a Jordan Peele. You uh, know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I really feel that. Like, you give me that vibe. And then you're like, your way your work ethic is. And, like, you know, I, I feel like you're going to be that, like, that next one out of Milwaukee type stuff. <clears throat> I can, I can, like I said, I can only hope. And I want to, you yeah, know, yeah. keep pushing for that. That's my goal is just, you know, never let nothing get me back or hold me down or you know get me discouraged on this journey and just keep pushing yeah yeah most pushing. definitely yeah. and no matter how long it takes and nothing like that keep doing what you're doing because um it's definitely gonna pay off like look at it, it's paying off now mm-hmm. i know you have your moments you be like man i'm really doing this like and it's proud like I'm, i got this book right here i'm really getting these animations you know put up into like minutes and turning into a show like you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying i'm doing this um, and it's just dope to see. I, I, I already know how that stuff is. Like, you know, be, it'd be real, on something long. It'd be real hard sometimes to just, like, take it all in because mm-hmm. I'd be so far ahead. You know what I'm saying? Like, when, the, when you finally see it come out, I'm so, like, almost past it in a way where I'm like, all mm-hmm. right, I've, I'm already pushing past to the next thing. And just being able to, like, sometimes sit. That's why I always try to have, like, a release party or something like mm-hmm. that. To be able to just sit and like take it all in and be like, okay, we did this. Like we actually got that done and executed on something. I never thought I could do it. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was 18, I never thought I'd be able to produce and create my own animation. But now I'm trying to create my own animation studio. So it's me 
um, me as the creative director, uh, my my guy Michael from Nigeria as the head animator, and then we have an intern Asia. Mm-hmm. So we're all trying to you know push towards our own goals, but also yeah, work together. you know work together to get to the that one goal. Building so, that team, man. Yeah. Um, I'm 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 gonna squeeze that in. Um, before we get up out of here, um, the premiere. Mm-hmm. How did that go? It was great, man. It was so unexpected in a way where. Um, I ran into uh, Marquise mm-hmm. Mays, and then he. I was telling him how I was trying to get in c- contact with uh, different theaters to try to, you know, put on a premiere for mm-hmm. it for the anniversary. And he just he hooked me up. Like he really hooked. He hooked it up. He was like, "Hey, contact this dude, and he'll hook it up for you." And I was like, "All right, let me just, you know, reach out. You never know what could happen. They might mm-hmm. say yes. They might say no. They might do it." <clears throat> do it you know they right. might do it for the love out of it you know like for really liking the project and wanting to see people see it and that's what happened and i'm blessed to see that happen and yeah. all my friends and family got to come and see it see the project fulfilled yeah and i wanted to come and i missed the day i forgot about my rotary <laughs> i missed it like ah, oh, damn duh. but it's good to hear it turned out good yeah. now is it the show actually out or is it still like a date on it like um, for me it's still like a date on it where it's like I want to do more like premieres like that so more and more people can come and see it mm-hmm. and enjoy it and then get their feedback and then kind of still keep it under wraps and let the the book speak for it. And yeah. then once we have more stuff, animations to put out that are in full, yep. we can put it out on the internet and then everyone can see it. Yeah, but That's my only thing. And I want to put something out and then I don't have anything to back it up with that's way, a fact so. right man i definitely want to come to the next one for sure man I'm, i hate that i missed it missed the first one man but um the goal is is it's for july so okay I, I should be I, i'll be good i'll be good <laughs> the so, goal is for july. <clears throat> but yeah man congratulations to you bro on doing your thing and living out your dream and stuff like that um you know keep going bro keep pushing and you're definitely on the right path man um thank you man uh, i, I want to tell everybody out here man if you uh if you're watching this make sure y'all support my boy uh, Tyree, you know, he got fair fights, he got the other side, you know what I'm saying? He definitely doing his thing and his comic stuff. Not only the comic, but the film, film as well, script writing and all that. He definitely dope. Kicking it with Tyree, got that podcast too. Might be coming back, but if we if, might be coming back, be you coming don't back. know yet. Yeah, you know, yeah. We don't know yet. We, we, we thinking about it. Um, definitely hit us up on fairfightcomics.com, yeah. fairfightcomics on Instagram. You can check me out on Instagram. It's just Tyree Pope 3. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a lot more projects we're working on in the rap, in the raps, you know, some stuff been done for a little bit and we're just trying to figure out the right time of getting it all out. So, yeah. So y'all make sure y'all tap in. Y'all follow my boy, man. Um, you gotta come on, man. Network, network and support and get on to something new, you know what I'm saying? And represent the city, man. Most definitely. Thank but, you. Man, man. I appreciate you for, for having sure. me on. For sure. My boy, I appreciate you for coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is. It, it took us a little minute, but we here now. God's timing is everything, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And y'all make sure y'all tap in with me, man. Anybody want to come up here on the podcast, hit me. Uh, you want to come rap, just DM me as well. You have a business you want to promote or something, just hit me, you know. And if you want to work with my boy, Tyree, man, y'all make sure y'all hit him up. He already told y'all what them, what them sites is and what his Instagram is and everything. And y'all be sure to check out his stuff, man. Fair fight the other side, man. He most definitely dope. Um, but um, to everybody who's watching, all the followers and subscribers, um, we thank y'all. I thank y'all. It don't go unnoticed. 
keep sharing the videos and keep telling a friend and tell a friend. And like I said, I'm much more, you know, I love it. I appreciate y'all so much, man. Rick Taylor Entertainment, man. My boy Tyree Pope, you know what I'm saying? The other side, you know what I'm saying? We out here, man. Uh, my boy with the comics, man. Fair we fights. Out we out here. We gone. Peace.